Hello you lovely folk and welcome to episode 4 of the Love For All podcast. If you're new here then this podcast is all about LGBTQ plus love in all its wonderful forms. My name is Els, my pronouns are they, she, I'm a queer filmmaker and you may also know me as the videographer at Rebel Love Club. I'm joined by my incredible co-hosts Steph and Steph in no particular order. So I'm Steph, Steph with an FF, my pronouns are she, her and I'm the photographer at Rebel Love Club and a co-founder the co-founder um, of Rebel Love Directory. And I'm Steph PH. I am Stephanie Dreams Photography and I also run the Love For All wedding workshops. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. The way that you both do your FF and PH is like your periodic table. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Like PH, FF. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is a pH something? I oh, know you're water. No, it's no, not. That's O2. No, that's H2. No, pH levels. Oh yeah, like chlorine. Oh yeah. Mm, like acid and yeah. alkaline. I am quite refluxing. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. <Okay. laughs> Before we delve in, it's important to remind our listeners that the discussions that happen are based on our lived experiences as queer people and educators, as well as gathered information from the wider LGBTQ plus community. So without further ado, in this episode, we're going to be addressing the elephant in the room. We really don't like it when people say, love Love is love. love. Why is that? Why do we not like it? Shut up with your love is love. <laughs> I find it in it for many reasons. Um yeah, who wants to go first? So I think it's important to kind of talk about like where it came from and why it exists initially. Yeah. And then we can kind of talk about, you know, what the kind of main issues are with it. And you see it everywhere. I mean, especially during Pride. Um yeah. as well as I guess businesses. <clears throat> within our industry mm. using it more specifically but you literally see it everywhere it's on t-shirts it's it's on greeting cards like mm. it's around pride events even we see it all over the place everywhere and let's be honest we've all used it yeah we had it on our website probably up until the beginning of last year but as we've kind of as it's become more popular, I think, especially within the media, within businesses and within allies as well, I think it's important to acknowledge that love is love, yes, but also no. Like, there still isn't equality, so love isn't love. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it gets used too much. I feel like a lot of people tend to use the word or the phrase love is love. And they think that's their allyship done because, you know, love is amazing and everybody should need love. And it's like, yeah, OK, that's great. But that really silences quite a lot of queer people's experiences within, you know, gender and sexuality. I really think it is definitely a topic that people, I don't know, maybe go either one way or the other about until they've like digested it. I remember the first time it was on one of my slides at Love For All. I had a lot of questions, a lot of comeback about it. Um, And I just felt that was really interesting. And obviously with the comments of, well, my best friend's gay and they say it. um, Or my 
cousin's friend has a t-shirt with it on and they're queer so I think um yeah it's definitely one that from that from I guess the outside from if you don't think about Mm -hmm. it it's it's a nice thing to say but yeah why is it not so originally going back to like what I mentioned earlier about like where did the phrase come from and it was basically it was leading up to marriage equality marriage equality I say that with you know it people think that there is marriage equality but there really isn't just because we there is same-sex marriage doesn't mean that there's equality across all Um, but it was used in that campaign and it was pretty much used to humanize queer people and make cishet people um able to kind of you know relate with us and 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 kind of get on with it the way you described it when you were obviously when we were looking into this Mm -hmm. more was it it was almost used to make queer people more palatable yeah which is just like oh Mm -hmm. and I think that says it all really doesn't it that and I think it's still how I see it it's definitely kind of used in that way so I think the main reason I don't love it um and what Mm. I've seen I guess the most, especially within the wedding industry, um, is people having it, usually allies or non-LGBTQ plus people in their bio. They might have it there or on their website. Or you see it that maybe, I don't know, in FAQs or something, on stories, something like that, people will ask if they are okay with same-sex marriages and weddings. I've got my, what's this called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. I did it earlier as well. And I was like, uh, rabbit, rabbit is. Um, and their reply would be, love is love. Mm-hmm. And to me, yeah. you're not really answering the question, are you, my love? Like, you're, oh, you're no. skirting around actually talking about the topic actually being inclusive and just using that as a comeback quickly because like oh my gosh yeah like every love is absolutely fine love is love I don't know if we did touch on it but I think it's important to acknowledge that obviously like you said the love is love was being used as a campaign for marriage equality and that was very much just same-sex couples that's completely disregarding um, the fact that trans people deserve to be married um, without there being any fucking annoyances of just like being misgendered um, and also non-binary people as well. That's because non-binary people literally don't exist in the government size by law. Yeah. Also, just because you can get married, like just because same sex couples can get married in this country, it's still a criminal offence to be like homosexual in 64 countries and there's still like not equal laws in other countries as well so it's not equality like it's equal for all when it is equal for all in every single country and we are completely not there yet so no I think yeah I think it just comes down to that doesn't it I think there's a um like naivety with saying love is love as well Mm -hmm. like do you actually even know because actually it's not because if I hold a girl's hand in the street like that's quite a scary thing for me depending on where we are what we're gonna do if we have like pronoun pins on we have to think about that there's people that we've had our our couples our clients 
that their families haven't like accepted them or they have to be I guess this palatable word again enough Mm -hmm. for their families to come like it's we are not love is not love basically is is the thing and I think that's the hard thing so to hear it in response to them trying to be like inclusive it's just like actually stop have a little think and then come back to us yeah it's, it's used as a fob off so i guess some important things is obviously we're saying what we don't want to hear what are some of, what's like some of the advice that we can give allies um as to what they could answer or how they could better the, um, their understanding of the queer community when people are asking if they are like lgbtq plus friendly instead of saying love is love I really think how they show representation on their social media, on their website, um, straight away. You can then see that. You can just see it with your eyes and you just know. I do not want to have to go more than nine photos be an LGBTQ plus um, couple, lovers, in, in on your social media. And again, on your website, I don't want it like at the bottom of like the about me bit like you know I don't know just make it obvious to me and then language as well what you're showing I think those two together although allyship needs to and must go way further like representation and language just are two things that you can easily pinpoint when you're when you're looking for wedding industry suppliers or just when you're just like want to follow someone and know that you're safe Definitely. I do think it helps as well. Like, obviously, you don't have to tell your life story. But if someone's asking you, are you, like, queer friendly, you could talk to them about some of, like, the active allyship that you've been doing. Like, you're donating to charity. You have volunteered at certain events. Like, obviously, the change of the language on your website and across your social media is like I think actively telling people what you've been doing it's not a brag it is just showing that look I am an ally I can and I can back it up with x y and z and I think smaller to that even still it's following mm-hmm. queer people yes. following queer mm-hmm. news like accounts lots of things and just like sharing it on stories like the mm-hmm. amount of people that we didn't see share like when when I mean Rishi's a twat to trans people on on the daily but it's not seen is it we don't we don't really see it the people that are sharing it are the queer people are the trans people are the people that give a shit but actually what needs to happen is we need to see it in the wider community of the industry of your friends I'm almost shocked when we're sharing all of this stuff, you know, and we're angry. And then I'm just like, and I know that it's not all about just sharing shit on social no, media. No, but the but... thing is, though, if it makes us angry, it doesn't make them angry. It just shows it doesn't affect them. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. And, like, it should affect you because it's human beings at the end of the day. And it's general human rights. And if you don't, if it doesn't physically affect you, then that shows that you've got a lot of privilege. I had a, let's say, a friend um, talk about a conversation that she had at work about trans mm-hmm. people um, and just the 
just negativity that came across in a conversation that kind of didn't really come from anywhere, but then they just got onto it. And then it was just questioning constantly, yes, about trans people. And also went on to like, oh, I don't really like lesbians because they're a bit like, they're a bit dodgy. I'm a bit like worried about them. Okay, cool. Um, what experience did you have? Women. And it's just like, you're you're talking to a lesbian, number one. And mm. also, like, this person was then trying to stand up for trans people. Mm. Like, why why does that have to happen? But you know what? I, I don't know these people well enough, but I am, like, sure that they'd be the people that went to Pride and wore Love is Love t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And go to the gay bars on hen parties. Of Okay, let's 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 talk a hypothetical world mm-hmm. where we can say love is love. What does the world need to look like? Oh, I like that question. Okay. Uh well, where there are no rules, like that. I don't know how to word this. There are no rules against being who you are. Basically, there's no rules and laws against being trans, about against being part of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, and where are LGBTQ plus people, trans people specifically at the moment, aren't having their human rights questioned by governments all over the world constantly. And that it's just kind of shaken off because you're allowed to be gay here, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when queer people aren't sentenced to death in other countries. Yeah, they're not stoned. When people don't have to even ask. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big one. I think just being accepted, everybody being accepted for who they are, what they look like, what they do. And yeah, like you said, not being asked, not people making assumptions that you are in a straight relationship. Yeah that you are of a certain gender or you know yeah definitely and I think I think this is a whole topic in itself anyway but I think just not thinking that oh yeah like a queer wedding is like any other wedding Um, which yeah I think it's a topic anyway but also yeah no it's not for so many reasons and that's the same reasons why love is not love exactly so like cishet people haven't had to fight for their love whereas queer people have which is another reason why a queer wedding isn't just a wedding it is a queer wedding because we've had to fight for it and we've only been really been allowed to marry in the last what 10 years 10 years years this year is the first wedding actually happened so i'm just going to summarize like the kind of key things as to why we don't really like using the phrase love is love um And basically, it's because it was made to make queer people more palatable to straight cis people. Um, And obviously, the overuse of the phrase perpetuates the idea that homophobia and discrimination don't exist now that we have same-sex marriage and ignores the other struggles of queer and trans people that queer and trans people face, basically. I love that. Like, I think that's just just so true. We're just like, yes, it's like now that love is love is a slogan homophobia doesn't happen and oh my Mm -hmm. gosh like we know that is not the case um and 
even if we don't see it hard ourselves we still see it in a a constant of having to come out having like especially like when you're planning your wedding and things like letting people know that you are a queer couple mm-hmm. like that's that's a constant thing um wedding yeah. fairs we know so much you're probably coming out with them all the time um mm-hmm. because we are obviously just besties getting married <laughs> Yeah, literally. Oh, is that your sister? And if anyone said that and everyone's like, well, that's not homophobia. Like, that's just... But you're like, well, no, because it's flip that over. If I, like, looked down on you a little bit and was like, oh, are you... Why Why haven't you got a wife? Why have you got a husband? Mm-hmm. Like, people will be like, stuff that's not okay. And that... It's microaggression, isn't it? And, and that's still homophobia. And if we question it, if we fight it, if we talk about it, if we bring up conversation about it, we get villainized again, which we with angry little gays, which we see so much, like as we all know, when people tend to use straight um couples, fake couples in straight fake couples in styled shoots and we say something because we actually give a shit about our community we're the bad guys yeah i don't know whether we could actually have that as a whole other episode you know oh what using straight couples as queer couples or not even couples but yeah that's for people in the wedding industry isn't it very much for them to be all ears on this subject i feel like a lot of those i do feel like a lot of those kinds of people that do that are people that would use love for love yeah I think so I think so and I think where they come from a lot of the time isn't like they're they're not bad they're not they're not they're not trying to be nasty but are they trying to like get profit from gay people yeah what is the reason you're doing it why are you doing it is it because that you want to show true representation or do you want to tokenize our community and earn from the pink pound and if it is because you want to show representation show fucking representation then gay people are everywhere like just go out go out take your card i'd like to photograph you thank you i'm not a weirdo you know also with Sorry, I was going to say, with the access that we have on social media nowadays, it is not difficult to find real queer couples that are prime and ready for you to take their photos. And you know what? We have, we are lucky, the wedding industry are lucky that us, mm-hmm. um, that other queer people or wonderfully inclusive people have fished out those models for you. You know, like go on any of our social media platforms and you can just contact them. Like they're everywhere. We tag people. Like Esme's great at finding queer couples for for untold. Um, Mm -hmm. we have real couples, like our wedding couples, and if they're tagged, like have a look at them. I if I see a queer couple, like and a real wedding, I always go and have a little nosy at like who they are. Yeah, I don't know. It's it is everywhere. Um. Yeah, and also go to workshops and styled shoots that they've done this for you. Like you, there are enough out there. Like there are people that are bringing more and more queer workshops and queer and workshops to the industry. Like every single year, like there is no excuse. No excuse. Yeah. So 
no, you're not trying to be representative if if it's not real. Mm-mm. And also, don't just use lesbians. <laughs> White, pretty, femme, lesbians. We love them, yeah. but, you we know, it see, doesn't represent everybody. We want to see trans people. We want to see non-binary people. We want to see people with different body shapes. We want to see a whole variety of people. If you really do want to offer that representation in your feed, then please don't just, like go to what you think is going to be I don't even want to use the word but some people are going to be like oh but it's aesthetic no fuck you people that are looking for suppliers want to see themselves represented in the feed and that doesn't just mean femme lesbians that means any type of person like you just said they want to see themselves represented and if they don't they potentially will go somewhere else and I think, where they are represented. I think bar from LGBTQ plus people, the main people that mention it to me are like bigger bodied people, fat people, mm-hmm. however, whatever mm-hmm. words they like to use, but are like, thank you for showing that in your feed. And it's like, yeah. actually, and like I'm, I'm not even trying to, I'm just showcasing my couples and my couples are all shapes and sizes and wonderful and their love still shows no matter what size they are and also being a bigger bodied person like of course because I would want to see myself I know that those sleeveless wedding dresses won't be for me on my wedding because I'm not going to diet but again different um topic but you like (laughs) everyone everyone gets married Mm mm-hmm yeah another one for us is disabled people or people with disabilities yeah like there is not enough I know um oh wedding co are doing like some some big things around that at the moment and it is inspiring um but there isn't enough representation of people that are using their aids as well um like yeah there just isn't enough representation and there needs to be more so to summarize on love is love um i think the the key people who really really need your allyship and need you to stop saying this ridiculous phrase um are our trans and non-binary siblings and what they really need from you is not to read the daily mail and (laughs) search and like be knowledgeable in in what your thoughts actually are about our community Okay, we have been the Love Fraud podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for joining us. Again, welcome if you are new here. Um, We do try our best to do weekly episodes. We will have episode five coming to you where we'll be joined by the wonderful, iconic Max and Laurie, uh, who we recently all filmed filmed and photographed their wedding last year at Burr Island. It was a wonderful elopement and it was just pure queer trans joy. We should do a little shameless plugs angle. Yeah. Shameless plugs. So as you all know, or maybe not, um, Els and I have put together an LGBTQ plus inclusive wedding suppliers directory called Rebel Love Directory. I'm on it. It's great. (laughs) Steph is part of it. Um, We are pretty much full for photographers, which is incredible. It is full of queer owned and fierce allies. There are still some suppliers that we're looking for. Some of the key ones being venues, hair and makeup artists, entertainers, wedding attire and ring makers and anything else really. And if you are also 
one of the many wonderful suppliers that want to support our community and be educated on how to be better in your allyship, then drumroll please. The next Love For All workshop is on the 21st of May. We've not announced that yet. We might have by the time this goes live, but it's the 21st of May. It's at Ivy House in Derbyshire and it is looking wonderfully wonderful. Um, so yeah, head over to Love For All underscore LGBTQ plus if you want to be first to know about the tickets dropping, the mood boards dropping, everything. It looks so far and we've only got two mood boards but it's wonderful can i just say that i think these mood boards are the best mood boards we've had yet Ooh, i'm excited yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> but we also we need you to come we need you to support lgbtq plus folk because it is in may and i appreciate wedding seasons are busy then but you know <laughs> we're, we're working around the venue on that one all right that's been us it's been so lovely Love is love. Love is love. <laughs> Cheers, quiz. Should we take a photo? And um, three, two, one, love is love. Cute. How is Mean Girls? It's a musical. Yeah.